Welcome back, my sister friends. I'm so excited to have you join us for this week's discussion on parenting while they're adulting. Many would agree that parenting is the most important responsibility that we will ever have. During today's discussion, we'll examine the dynamics of parenting once our children become adults and how our responsibility towards them changes as they're adulting. Let's have a conversation. Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I have with me some of my dear friends at the table with me today, and we've got a great topic that we're going to be talking about and encouraging you on today. Uh, we have Latanya Desisaw. She's an executive administrator for uh, USA Today. Yes. Yes. And she's been doing that for a, almost going to be a year now in the field yes. of advertisement. Advertising. Yeah, so uh, she made it back to the table. Yes. <laughs> and I'm excited to have her with me today. And as always, I got Catherine by my side. And you know that Catherine's the director. For those of you that didn't know, she's a director at Care Parenting Center. And so she's helping women on an everyday level yes. uh, to be better parents right. and to educate them in crisis. And so I'm glad to have her at the table as always. And then I have my dear friend, Patty Munns. And Patty uh, is, works for the uh, Marshall, Texas Convention yes. Center. Yes. But she also moonlights as a pastor's wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, and Patty is one of my oldest and first friends yes. that I met when we moved to Shreveport. Aww. Yes. <laughs> So I'm glad to have her at the table. I had to have Patty Munns at the table. Thank you. So uh, this is my table today, and I'm glad that you've decided to take out time uh, from your day to uh, join in with us. Okay, now every episode we talk about a cup. And so today I have this cup that says, don't quit your daydreaming. Don't quit your daydream. Okay, we're going to be talking about parenting. And I thought this cup is so fitting for this topic because a lot of times as parents, while we're parenting, you know, we put our dreams on the shelf to take care of our children, right? right. And then they grow up and they leave us. Yes. They're going to leave. And so when they leave, it's important that we understand that we don't quit our daydream. And so this is our cup for today on Cups and Conversation. And so we're going to start our conversation about uh, parenting while they are adulting. Uh, over the years, we've had a lot of people come to us. I am now uh, an empty nester. Uh, our kids have been uh, out of the house, graduated college, you know, uh, at, you know college graduates, uh, high school graduates. They, they now have their own families. Yes. And it's been, I want to say, close to 10 years or so. And it was a real transition uh, once they left the home. Mm -hmm. And we had to readjust our parenting. So I think, you know, you this outfit that I have on, this military fatigue, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I purposely wore this 
because you know parenting is the hardest job you'll ever do you will fight and you will fight amen to to accomplish raising those young people into productive adults and you got to stay strong yes and so therein lies the the army fatigue okay uh, but I want to ask the question, uh, is 18, ladies, is 18 the golden ticket? Absolutely is that the, not. is, is that no. the, Absolutely. it's not? No. Because, you know, a lot of people that I know, you know, they spent their parenting, you know, not necessarily saying it out loud, but with the, with the ideal yeah. that when they're 18, I've, I'm done. You know, I did it. Woo-hoo, we made it. They're 18. They're out. They're going to leave. You know, and they feel like they've accomplished. And, you know, the, you get to a point where you realize when they're 18 that, oh, boy, it's just really getting started. That's right. So what are your thoughts, Kathy? 18 is just the beginning. Because when they're younger, they will listen to you. At least, at least you know that. <laughs> right. But when they're 18 and they graduate, that's a whole nother, the, the saga continues. Right. A part two of the, of us adulting, adult parenting rather. So that's just the beginning. Yeah. It's just the beginning. Yes. So when, you, when, they're, when they come out of the womb, you make it through the terrible twos. Yes. You make it through, you know, kindergarten. Oh, you have these monumental moments. Then you have that special... 12 or they're 13 and they have bar mitzvah you know or they're sweet 16 and then everyone's got that golden ticket which is 18 and you think they're gonna be 18 yay or 21 oh 21 everyone's looking for 21 well what's the magic number Never. Never. There's never. Okay. Well, there, there, to me, there is sort of a no. magic number. Sort of. What do you think, Patty? I think 26. <laughs> Mine are, they wake up. I don't know what it is. 26, they just wake up and go, you're right, Mom. And I'm like, I was always right. <laughs> right. You, you just found out? Yeah, you just figured it out at 26. Right. <laughs> you know, I thought about it, and I thought, well, you know, uh, 25 is a good number to say okay they're you know fully adulting you know it you know what i'm saying because between 18 and 21 it it becomes more real that now they're going to make mistakes you realize they're going to make mistakes right okay when they Mm -hmm. turn 13 it's like oh my god they're going to make mistakes Mm -hmm. you know um and so you digest all of that but then it's something about 18 and 21 you you really realize any mistake that they make, mm-hmm. they're going to be judged as a adult, yes. and the police and authority mm-hmm. and all those things become yeah. more real. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just it shifts the, the the paradigm in a lot of ways. Not that you weren't concerned about the 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 police or authority, but it's just something about that 18 number, that 21 number. It's like when they got in trouble or got any any infraction at school, it was just oh they're just kids. Mm-hmm. Whereas when they do it at that age, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all are laughing at me. Come on. Did, did you feel that way? Not really, because I think in the South, we have a saying that um, we raise our daughters, uh-huh. but we baby our boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I found that to be true because 
my daughter, I was like, girl, you'll do it. You're a woman. Go to school. Get your degrees. Get out. Go, go, go. And I was ready for her to go. But when my son left, <laughs> I went into depression. You remember? Yes, yes. I cried. I hollered. I did everything. <laughs> and I knew that he could do it. But I just think it's something about a son. And it's different. I know I prepared my daughter. And I thought I prepared him. But it was just something totally different in the dynamics of it. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Patty? Mine's opposite okay. because when my daughter left, she's the baby. That was the hard part for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't want her to go. <laughs> I want her to stay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. My yeah. son, I was okay because he pretty much left on it. He was ready. He was right. ready yeah. to go. My daughter, I thought she needed to stay home for about six more years. <laughs> she needed a little more. I felt like she needed more. And so, yeah, that was a hard one for me. Mm -hmm. I understand the depression. <laughs> I, I went over to, over to your house, right, and I right. was having issues. I was like, I don't like this. Right. Well, I mean, we're all gonna. We can't avoid the empty nesting, right. you know, you know, syndrome is what it is, and the letting go. But it's when we fight against it that we cause more harm. I find mm -hmm. than when we just accept yeah. it and and allow the waves to come. You know right. what I'm saying? Allow the experience to happen to us and have those moments where we're sad because we miss them and have those moments where we're afraid because our daughters are like when my daughter left, we I, we definitely prepared her. Well, we I felt like we prepared both of them, mm -hmm. but we did it in a different ways. Yes. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I talked to my son more about authority, the police, you know, what to do if you got stopped and, yeah. it, you know, what to do if you go to jail. Don't call me because I'm not putting <laughs> up my house. I'm not putting up my house. So don't plan on going to jail we better call one of them brothers yep, in the fraternity yep. <laughs> but mama's yep. not coming to get you uh -huh. anyway but with my daughter when she moved out she she uh, got her own place I think when she was like 19 mm -hmm. and we'd call her every night are you in the house you know call us when you get you know if you go out yeah. call us when you get <laughs> to your house and it, are the doors locked and you get an apartment on the top floor because you want to hear them coming if they're coming <laughs> you know wow. we had all of these things Whereas my son, you know, he, when he moved out and he had his own place, the only thing I was worried about was you better have those pants I gave you. <laughs> you better not lose that picture I gave you. It was just totally different. Mm -hmm. So each child is different, okay? Yeah. But the, at the end of the day, our children are our children really for their entire lives. Yes. We never, there's never a graduation. The only really graduation is, is, is what happens to us internally. Mm -hmm. We have to, and you, you may be going through um, this right now, where you're in transition, maybe your child is in college, or maybe they've just gotten married. That's a whole nother ball game. Or maybe they've just had children. You know, you're at a different stage, and it's still your child. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you still feel that you're, that you're still, you know, absolutely 100% you're their parent. Right. Um, but you have to adjust your parenting style. Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? The scripture says in Proverbs 6 and 22, this is a great scripture, and many of you might be familiar with it. It says, direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. So from the very beginning, I think uh, the confidence that we need as parents to understand that this isn't, this isn't a sprint. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is like a long distance marathon yes. that we're going to be on for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. So we have to mark not necessarily their exit, but we have to literally mark internally within ourselves, you know, the, our transitions, right. 
how are we going to evolve? Right. You know, at, there was at one point, I want to say around 16, 17 ladies, mm -hmm. when I decided I want my kids to like me when they're adults. So what do I need to do, you know what I'm saying, to like them, for them to like me as an adult and want to come home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't want them to be the kids that once they're 18, they're out of here and they, they're thinking about if they want to come for Thanksgiving. They're thinking about if they want to come for Christmas. Right. I want them to want to come. So what do I need to do different? Even though I might not have been doing anything wrong, but my mind was saying, evolve, yeah. check yourself, ask yourself these questions so that you can um, insulate yeah. your, your family from that type of a major disruption. Right. What are your thoughts right. on that? I, I was going to say, for me, that, that whole evolution piece, mm -hmm. I had to learn how to properly set my expectations oh. yeah, with, with, my, with my children. Mm -hmm. Because like most moms, you think, oh, when they turn 18 or when they hit 21, right. oh, maybe it's going to be 25. <laughs> right. And then you start saying, okay, well, he's almost 30. Maybe it's going to be 30. <laughs> you know, but what, we have, what I had to learn is, to set those expectations where I am not expecting it to be like it was for your family That's or for good. your kids right. or for, yeah. you know, and every family is individual. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't happen the same for everyone. Right. And to not fall into catastrophic depression if it doesn't. Right. You know, to where you're able to accept this is what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. They're not ready yet. Right. They're 18 and they're not leaving, right. you know, or he's 21 and he's just really not mature yet. Right. I was telling my mom uh, one day, I say, you know what? They all go through a stage. I think all children, because we're blended. So we have five total and they go through a stage between about 17 and 24 where they they're just kind of everywhere mm -hmm. and uh and what it is is they're searching out their identity and they're finding out you know right. who they're going to be in right. society and they're kind of forming their own stuff right yeah. and um for me what i had to learn was during that stage to expect you know real up and down terrain right it but was, you didn't stop you didn't stop giving them yeah. principle no. you didn't stop teaching them the right path no but within you within your teaching the right path you made room for um adjustments for failure or disappointment right. Right. or not meeting up to their own expectation mm -hmm. because every parent has expectations for their yeah. child right. you have right. expectations for your child mm -hmm. we're not telling you not to have expectations for right. your child but what we what we are saying and what I'm saying is is teach them the right path mm -hmm. and then trust the teaching that you've taught That's them exactly. and that know that life is going to happen right but if you put the seed in them mm -hmm. the water's going to come mm -hmm. and the cultivation's going to happen and sometimes the cultivation is life itself uh, but, but they're going to blossom they you know what I'm right. saying mm -hmm. but they're going to blossom at the speed of you know what's healthy mm -hmm. for them now Kathy you you had a blended family what kind of advice can you give some of the viewers that might be watching now well I had to learn not to take sides um, when my husband came I already had two and we had my daughter together so I was still protecting my boys 
and then not allowing him to father them. And wow. that was a hard exchange because we were bumping heads. Don't touch my kids. Don't whoop my kids. But he provided for my kids. Wow. So yeah. then I had to trust the man that I married and to trust the God in him to father them properly. Yes. And it was hard in the beginning. But I think sometimes if we don't adjust mm -hmm. to that, what that blending that we're doing, it could cause confusion in the marriage. So we really had to go, when we got here, we had to go through counseling for that because it was always running into a brick wall. So I had to just, you know, release my, you know, my fears. And it wasn't any found fears with my husband. It was just something in me right. that I had to right. release and allow him to do so they could grow up to be mighty men of God. Right. And, you know, that was one of the things that I had to really uh, wrestle with because what while I was, we were both raising our son, I constantly in had this recorder in my head He's going to be someone's father. Mm, he's right. going to be someone's wife, mm, you know, yes. a husband. Ooh, right. and, and so it, it was, that was always, now I'm, he's just 12. <laughs> <laughs> he's 12. But, in, but I, I understood that the responsibility that what, yes. how I was treating him and the wisdom that I was giving him yeah. and the, 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 the principles that I was instilling mm -hmm. in him was going to be yeah. eventually something that he was going to be to someone's father and to someone's husband. And so, but I had, there was a certain point when I noticed Patty, the negativity, how it was affecting him negatively. Right. Like he'd be like, ma, just chill out, you know, like, okay, you know. <laughs> Back then, he would always say, I'm straight. It's all good. Uh -huh. It's all good. Yeah. And I had to learn to just just exhale yeah. and, and to just, you know, trust the process. Mm -hmm. And today, yeah, I mean, trust the process. process. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm learning to trust the process. <laughs> Even today at 30, he's 30. Oh, it's hard for me. 30. Even at 30, it's hard because there's right. things you see him doing and you're going, right. It's not going to turn out good, but I can't say anything. You know, right. you have to let them learn on their own. And there so you go. I have to trust, okay, what I put in you when you're young, it's going to come back. You're going to remember it. Of course, we're praying that too. Mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. We're always you you got to put prayer on yeah. it. And I so, mean, yeah. And it's a hard one because sometimes you have to sit there and just be quiet and let them learn on their own. You know, even at 30, I'm thinking at 30, he should have it pretty much together. He does. He's he's a great. He's doing great. He's amazing. He's Patty. amazing. I know. He's amazing. I know. But there. But you know, there's things we want him to do. That, yeah, always. Yeah. Go. I mean, it took me. We. I didn't. Uh, I went to college, and um, my both of my parents are educators, college degreed, and you know, masters. And my father was a, a university professor, and my mom is a, was a teacher. She, she taught around the world practically, and a reading specialist. And so education, education, education. Mm -hmm. yep. And I uh, laid my education down, stopped midstream in college to travel as an evangelist with my husband mm -hmm. <laughs> because we wanted to keep our family together. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I, I laid that down, and it took years. These are my parents' expectations. Yeah. Yeah. But it took well into, I was about 30, before I realized, you know, hey, this is my life. Yeah. I didn't do what they wanted me to do, yeah. and it's okay. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I can't That's be, good. I can't live in regret. I made a, I made a clear decision, and my my life today is a great result of that That's decision right. yeah. that we kept our family right. together. Yeah. You follow what I'm right. saying? 
Um, but there was a long stretch where I had to forgive myself that I let my that I felt like I let my parents down, and it was it took me to a place where I had to just say to myself, I'm going to just call my parents and just tell them. I'm sorry. And some of you may have a similar story. You're watching and you're going, that's me. Uh, my parents said, thought I was going to be a doctor or my parents thought I was going to. Yeah. And you, your life looks totally different from what your parents, uh, what you thought your parents wanted or what the ideal of what your parents had for you. And that's okay because parents, that's what parents, that's what we do. Yes. We have high expectations mm -hmm. and we ought to have high expectations. But at the same time, we have to allow our children to find their voice, yes. find their lane, That's find good. their purpose That's and their good. mission, and then cheer them on yes. in that purpose and that mission, mm -hmm. because that's what keeps them wanting to come back. Yeah, you're right. mm -hmm. Once they realize that it's okay. I didn't do what you didn't want, what you wanted That's me to right. do, Mama. Right. I still love you. But I, right. <laughs> but they still, you know, but they still seem to find their path. They do yeah. because they do. of Absolutely. everything that we put in them. Mm -hmm. The hardest part for me was when my son got married. Oh, and, it, and it wasn't a hard, it wasn't a hard tug, but right. I had to realize that I wasn't her mama too. Right, because I was trying to go in. I was like, "You can't do this. You can't do that." And I was like, "She'll go in the back and cry, oh. or she'll do." It. And I didn't know this. And my my son was like, "Mama, you doing too much." Doing wow. too much. And so once he brought that to my light. I was like, okay, but now he used to call me too, yeah. and he would say, "Let me ask you this question," and then he would go back and say, "Well, my mama, my mama said, said." I said, "Boy, stop doing that. That's why I stay in trouble with your wife." But it, it all played. God got it all back on the right path, and I had to step back, right, and trust what I put in them. Just the scripture you read right. earlier. Well, let me ask you, ladies, this. I have three things that I wrote down. Y'all tell me if this is good advice. Mm -hmm. So I said we. In, in order to parent them as they're adulting, because they're adulting, they're trying to That's figure right. out how to be adults, okay? Yeah. They've been under our authority for 18 years, yes. it, you know, maybe 21 till they get out of college, right. okay? Because right. when my son went to college, trust me, I was calling that school, he's <laughs> in his dorm. <laughs> Send me his grades. Ooh, yes. <laughs> is he graduating? That was like this was right. for again. <laughs> so this is what I wrote down. Provide enough distance so that they can continue growing in their own self-confidence. That's good. That's real they good. They can't stand on their own and be confident in mm -hmm. their own uh, abilities unless we give them enough distance so that they can know that what we put in them works. Mm -hmm. yes. Right? We can't helicopter parent over them. You know, the second thing I said was uh, provide suggestions, not what you need to do. Is that some advice you've given to some of your kids? Because you, you might want to think about that. Provide suggestions, not what you need to do. So don't talk to them in the terms of this is what you need uh -huh. to do. This is what you need to do. Uh, and and it, it, right. Because they actually will start doing what the opposite of what you're telling them to do versus giving them options. And suggest, well, let me suggest this. That's what I do. Yeah, you know, let me suggest <laughs> this, you know, and then giving them like four or five options. Yeah. And that way, when they, they, they have something to work with, you didn't just leave them hanging, yeah. but you gave them some things yeah. that they right. could work with to think about to make a clear decision. Does that sound good, Patty? Mm -hmm. That sounds yeah. great, yeah. especially when they pick mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better when they pick yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my top one and my top two. Yes. <laughs> Uh, number three, be a listening ear 
and a sounding board, be a safe place. Be a safe place where they can just come home and hang out. Mm -hmm. Does that sound like good advice? Yeah, you know, I was just thinking when I realized that I did okay when they were (laughs) when they were younger is that now that they're adults, you know, I'll get phone calls, text messages or for the one that's still at the house, you know, can I ask you something? You got one still at the house? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know He's what? And, safe place. and I'm okay with that. You <laughs> yes, know? That's and good. and he'll say, Can I ask you something, Ma? Or he'll, you know, call me across the hallway and yeah. he wants me to come in his room and, and sit in the chair and just you know, I was thinking. You know, and he'll they, they tell you things and right. then sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I didn't want to need to know, you know. <laughs> right, right. You don't always wanna know, yeah. but you can't have that look on your face. Right. And then, you know, I'll I'll give my little two cents and when I walk off I pat myself on the back like I did all right because they want my advice. They right. invited me in. Yeah. I didn't have to like bulldoze my way right. in. You know, and even for my my son that doesn't live here, who's almost thirty, who's married with his own kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always on Facebook sending me a message like, "Can I ask you something?" You know, I was wondering. You know, and, and it's just they want advice. Yeah. They want to be around you. Yeah. They want to talk to you. And then I say, okay. I, I, did, I did pretty good. I did all right with I that, you know. Because they trust you, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's when I, I you know, kind of took a deep breath and exhaled, like, okay. Okay, I can relax. They're it's fully, be all right. They're fully all right. adulting. Yes. yes. And isn't that wonderful mm-hmm. that they're fully adulting? Yes. yes. You know, you know, one time we went to go vote, and uh, we went to the precinct. And the lady just looked at me and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm here, you know, and I gave her my license. And then she just kind of looked at me again and I was like, yes. And she goes, there's a Democrat, a Democrat, an independent and a Republican. (laughs) And you're all in the same house. And I was like, absolutely. (laughs) It was funny because she was just trying to figure out how did this happen, you know, that's what happens when they're fully adulting. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. They don't look like necessarily what exactly we think they should look like yeah. in their life. Yeah. But you trust the process because you trust what you put within yes. them. So, Patty, wow. Yeah. You've got two adults that are adulting. They're doing great. I wish they were in church more. Yes, well, don't, <laughs> don't we all? all? Don't we all? But they're doing great. I mean, they're making great decisions. I've learned not to hover. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a hard one. Yes. Don't Absolutely. hover. I, I encourage that because that was one of the things I was calling every yeah. night. Are you in yet? Are you in yet? Yes. Are you, you know, because she's a single girl and yes. I want to make sure she's right. doing okay. But mm-hmm. hovering was a hard one for me, but yeah. I finally mm-hmm. got past it. Well, let me ask you this, Patty. How are you working? How's it going working on your don't quit your daydream? Oh, you know, someone yeah. asked me that the other day. What did you dream of doing? before you had kids and before mm-hmm. you had a family yeah and I went oh I always wanted to be a mom you know I wanted to have a husband yes. I wanted, to, I wanted yeah. a family so that was my dream but that was after you got through being a roller skater oh a my skater. goodness she did she not just bring that up <laughs> she was a rollerblader oh um, yes yeah. uh, I dropped the bomb at the end of our episode yes. yeah I'm very adventurous <laughs> very adventurous so pick up your adventure so yes, pick up your rollerblades. <laughs> yes, but you know, once one of the great things about parenting while our kids are adulting is that we get to evolve 
on our own and we could pick up new adventures, new daydreams and uh, experience new things mm -hmm. while they're living their mm -hmm. adult life. And so this has been a great episode, yeah. ladies. Uh, and yeah. one, one last scripture I want to share is in Proverbs 1, 8 and 9. And it says, listen, my son, to your father's instructions. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. And so if you're listening and you, your parents are alive, you're blessed to still have your parents. Yes. You need to understand that their wisdom, their life experience, um, it all was for your benefit to keep you on the right track and to cultivate you so that you could have uh, the most productive life possible and so that you can live out your life mission mm -hmm. in a positive way mm -hmm. and so know that they that they are a garland of grace uh, around your on your head mm -hmm. a crown yeah. of grace yeah. on your head and a chain to adorn your neck your mother's teaching and so uh, dust those things off and and so that you can see the fruit and the benefit um, of their teaching uh, within your life uh, it's been great, ladies. Yes. It has. I have one thing to say before yes. we close. This, when you opened up with the scripture, we train our children the way that they should go. When they old, they won't depart from it, which means we put the word in. Yes. We trust God with it. And this scripture just ties that all in for me. It's 3 John 4. It says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Yes. yes. It's beautiful. because we yeah. put it in them. Yeah. We have to trust God in the process. Even when that worry try to yes. sneak mm -hmm. in on us, I put everything that I needed in regards to God's word in them. Yeah. Now I have to trust God with the gifts he gave me. Yes. yes. And that's the place that I had to get in life. One last thing, Latanya, um, that's important that I want to bring up is the word codependency. Ooh. What are it's your a big one? Isn't it? It's <laughs> yes. loaded. It's loaded. Yes. Codependency. Because a lot of times as parents, um, because we haven't prepared ourselves for the exit, for the maturity, or for the, the, the next chapter of our child's life, whether it's having their own children or whether it's getting married and having a spouse, we haven't really emotionally prepared yeah. ourselves. Right. You'll never be totally prepared, but you have to try. Yeah. You have to work at being consciously aware of what's happening in, in your, your life, you know, and those right. that are in your life. So you try to prepare yourself so that you don't become uh, codependent mm -hmm. on each other and, and try to live vicariously through, through your them. children. Right. 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 What are your thoughts? How, how have you handled that? It's Not a, allowing that to happen. Yeah. It's a task. Yeah. It's a task, but you have to, you have to work at it. Yes. yes. You know, it gets better as you do it. Yeah. You know, yes. that's the only way around it. It's like, I don't think there are any moms that just knew how to let go and was like, bam, go. Right. You're on your own. Right. right. Dogs don't even do that. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Moms don't do that. You know, right. I don't think we're ever going to do that. But we we just keep doing it day by day. Right. Till we get better at it. Till we get better. And I think better. God, God tells you, you know, okay, back, back up. Right. And it gets better as and time it gets goes. better. But then yes. also you can't um, put your life all into your children no. and that you and your husband don't have a relationship. Right. So that when the children do leave, you and him have nothing. Right. In common. And right. then that's a whole new show. That's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole new show. So, ladies, you know, we've said a lot today. I hope we've blessed you today. I hope you've 
taken some nuggets, some things that you can apply to your life to make a difference with your children so that you can be the parent that you need to be as they're adulting. Thank you for watching Sister Friends Cups in Conversation. We're so glad that you're here with us today. Sister, I'm so grateful that you decided to tune in to our conversation on parenting while they're adulting. The journey of parenting can be both rewarding and challenging, especially as we watch our children grow into adulthood and become productive members of society. They'll always be our babies, no matter what age they are. And as parents, the goal should be to support and cheer them on as they're adulting. Join us again next week on Sister Friends Cups and Conversations. And remember to follow us on all of our media platforms.